90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Highland. Oh, hey, you guys. How are ya? It's my two favorite ladies in the whole wide world. What? Thank you. <laughs> Don't get used to it. I might not say those compliments ever again. I'll take it as it when we get it. Don't you worry. <laughs> what a roller coaster ride of emotions we've just gone through. Oh, God. <laughs> Up, down, good looking, he's not good looking. He's I don't like, know. I love you, but I'm I may never say this again. <laughs> Beware. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Oh God. So you guys. Sharon. Y'all good? Y'all good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. Coolio. What a week. Gosh, it feels like uh, just yesterday we were ch- chatting. And I'm not I'm not even being facetious. It feels like this week has flown by in the best possible way. Um, so my better half is in Ireland visiting the Familia. And Seems I'm in charge cool. of, of Dose Huskies. And Uh-oh. so um, I'm exhausted. Back to you, Sharon. <laughs> wow. That will be all. <laughs> yesterday so. I did 24,000 steps. Oh, 24,000. Yeah, I did. Uh, and I burnt a thousand because I have, you know, the Apple Watch 3 or whatever. And so yeah. I actually, I don't think I, I think I've only ever seen it once before on my watch where I crossed a thousand move calories. Wow. And uh, I did 102 minutes of exercise. Holy. Yeah. So, and it was broke. It wasn't just dogs, but it was, you know, like a 3K walk in the morning with dogs. Then I had a very busy day on the farm. And then another 4K walk with the dogs at night. And so. I don't think I've ever done more than 20,000 steps. Even like yeah. traveling in New York, whatever, where you spend the whole day walking. I don't yeah. think I've ever crossed It's funny that, that you're 20, saying 000. that because that's the only time I have crossed into like the 25,000 plus category was in New York because you're walking nonstop. Yep. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Well, clearly well, you went you, to bed Bill. later than I did when you walked in the yeah. Good for you. <laughs> and then there's an actual fun part to the story. So I was exhausted and uh, went to bed at 8.45 p.m. last night, set an alarm for 10.15 because I knew I had to take the dogs out before the overnight sort of. So I knew, I just went down for a quick nap and totally slept through the earthquake. <laughs> the earthquake. That we of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you missed the earthquake. It was a real rattler. And the best part is... The earthquake epicenter was 15 minutes from my home. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Slept right through I it. I didn't feel the the, uh, the earthquake uh, on the actual island of Montreal. It didn't reach me or I didn't oh, notice wow. it because I was awake at home. All right. It I wasn't like that big of an earthquake. Like nobody nobody should panic. South. No, no, no. No one was panicked. You're right. Yeah. It was just for us. It just was we heard uh, glasses rattling in the cupboards, but like it went on for three or four seconds. Wow. We're like, hey, what's that? <laughs> and and three or four seconds is not long, obviously, but it's sort of like, okay, well, what is it? And okay, it stopped. Hmm. And I'm like, earthquake. <laughs> and then within like uh, five, six minutes or so, you, all you had to do was go on social media. Did you feel that? Did you feel that? What was that? Did you feel that? That was a really, really big truck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> that passed right in front of everybody's houses at the same time. <laughs> Uh, well, you know what? Uh, we have got a lot to talk about as usual today. Uh, we're going to tell you who's going to pay tribute to Olivia Newton-John at the it's the American Music Awards, right, Kel? Yeah. That's coming up. It's usually the AMAs first and then the Grammys. So we, I think we got the Grammy announcement today, the too, Grammys, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Come out, yeah. Wild. So big numbers for a lot of big names. Also, another star shining on Hollywood's Walk of Fame. 
Uh, and the battle for holiday supremacy might be over. <laughs> we'll talk about that. And a happy birthday party for Ginger Spice. Her birthday Woo! was uh, back in August. I feel like it's been a hot minute ago. Here goes Adam, our researcher extraordinaire. And her birthday was on August 6th. So it was a hot second ago. Video footage from the party where part of the soundtrack to the fun included Spice Girls music. So <laughs> it had with to. Uh, Ginger and uh, Posh and Sporty and Baby Spice all there, they were singing like they were having their own little party. <laughs> it's super cool, I think, to watch a, a scenario like that happen because they look legitimately like friends at a party. You know what I mean? But like... Mm-hmm. The impact of hearing a song like that for for friends at parties around the world that aren't in the Spice Girls is also as inclusive and unifying as it looked like it was for them. I have a question. I wonder if Mel C's publicist was at that party because uh, they still, <laughs> still have not no responded mention. to my communication. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. I wish that I had been phone. at that party just Uh-oh. to talk to that publicist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just to walk up and give him a dirty look, right? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. And then walk off. Exactly. <laughs> oh, uh, well, yeah. again, happy birthday party vibes for uh, for Ginger Spice. I say we might even find another uh, another birthday reel next month. Yeah. Because 50 is a big deal. A Christmas yeah. reel. <laughs> And part of what the message was on social media from the Spice Girls was, uh, hey, Mel B, you were missed. Yeah. So that's cool. I'm surprised she was. She, it must have been something big for her not to be there because she's like, she loves the girls a lot. So for mm-hmm. her not to be with them, like she's usually leading the charge when it's something for them to do something together. So yeah. it must have been a big deal if she wasn't there. Well, we know that we were talking about her a few weeks ago, weren't we? Yeah, she's with got her stuff Dame going Hood. on. That's <laughs> Damn <right>. it. <laughs> Damn it, it she's again. busy. <laughs> <laughs> she should be called Sir Dame a lot. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that too. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, on we go with the uh, information. But before we get into that, why don't we uh, get into some trivia, Kel? Woo! 90s. <laughs> now. Trivia. Bing bong. Uh, bing bong right back. So... Uh, we are going to start with a news and politics question. Ooh, and, uh, that's so fun. I guess I'll preface this by saying, like, <laughs> be fast, Adam, be fast. Okay. okay. Sharon's going to be, gonna be feel, fast. I feel um, like you're rooting for Adam more than me. No, I just know, like, he needs to be on it because otherwise you're going to pounce. Like the Sharon should have a two-second handicap or something. I should, I should get the edge on this. Who okay. was... Uh, the Pope throughout the 90s. Adam. Jean-Paul Aaron. II. Did you say Jean-Paul II? Yes. Yes, you, that's correct. Very yes. good. Bro, bro, Aaron, bro, why bro, didn't bro. you pounce on that? Because like, he, he looked like he needed a win. Okay. <laughs> I know my Popes. <laughs> He's down with the Popes. You know what's He's so hilarious? Pa- He's being so papal right now. <laughs> it's funny because as we know, I have the fun t- trivia cards. And this was a nice blue one, actually. It's a nice turquoise. Um... And I guess, you know how uh, people make the mistake often of saying, and this is before they were in the news or not, but people say the Ukraine, like people in the Ukraine, but you're supposed right. to say Ukraine, like people in right. Ukraine. And I have a friend that I used to work with in radio in Toronto, and she is of Ukrainian background and would get very 
very perturbed <laughs> if somebody would say the Ukraine. Yikes. And so what's interesting is this says, because you would think it would be like, who was the Pope throughout the 90s? But it was, who was Pope throughout the 90s? <laughs> <laughs> um, how how did you say, it? was it Jean-Paul? Like, how, did you, how do you pronounce, because so, I said it in French, but... Uh, uh, en anglais, it's John Paul II. John Paul II. All right, yeah. good to know. But Jean Paul sounds much more ritzy, if you know what I mean. Jean Paul II. Yeah. Jean Paul II. Yeah. Uh, I imagine, though, that uh, I imagine, like I'm off in Imagine Town, that uh, maybe <laughs> in uh, Italy he'd be Gianni Paolo. <laughs> 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 and, and what Juan Pablo in Brazil? Like, si. <laughs> is he still alive? <laughs> that sounds accurate. I would ask our Mexicans that work with us here, uh, but they have gone home to Mexico for the winter. So, oh wow, yeah. Smart. And so I drove them to the airport last Thursday. Yeah, and um, so my brother and I had because they had an early flight. So Raúl, Jorge, and Luis, Luis, if you will, heading back to si. Mexico. Um, I was at the farm at 4.15 a.m. It was me and the cows. That was it, waiting for them to drive them to the airport. They were supposed to be there at 4.20. They rock up at 4.39, like 20 minutes late. I'm starting to stress because I need to get them to the airport. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, finally get them to the airport, and I'm hugging them goodbye. And Luis, who's like the ringleader, um, he picked me up and gave me a massive bear hug. It was so funny. Aww. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I felt like I'm one of the the crew now, so... I wonder if Kelly translates into a fun, like, uh, Espanole name. I don't know. Well, I think it translates uh, to the way your um, your nieces and nephew refer to you. Oh, as a lady of the evening. Kiki. No. <laughs> Kiki, lady of the night. Sassy. Yeah. Yeah. That's only because when Tyson was born uh, and was learning to talk, he couldn't get out Kelly, so it came out as Kiki. Well, of course. And what were Super you? Did you have a name? You must have had a name. Uh, no, they, they managed. They managed Sherzy. Yeah. Sherzy. Mostly, mostly my family calls me Sherzy. Oh, very nice. Sherzy. That's a good one. I like that. Sherzy and, uh, Sharona. Yeah. Like, my, you've my, now nicknamed me Kelowna. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that just, Adam, I texted uh, Kelly the other day and said, and referred to her as Kelowna. She said, <laughs> thank you, Sharona. I said, you're welcome, Kelowna. I love it. It's been sitting there for years, Sharon. <laughs> years, just waiting, waiting to be for plucked. it. Uh, <laughs> now we will beat the crap out of that one too. <laughs> um, question number two is under pop culture. Oh, good. We remember. There's a second question. Here we are. President <laughs> Bill Clinton famously played saxophone on which talk show hosts program? Sharon. There we Sharon. are. Sharon. Sharon. Uh, Arsenio Hall. There we are. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, was he good at it? Or... Yes. Yeah. 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 Huh. I had no idea. Yeah. Yep. He had the he had the the Ray Bans on and everything. He was super cool. What you kind should, of saxophone uh, was it? Was it an alto saxophone, a tenor saxophone, a baritone? I think it was a tenor, eh, Kel? I think it's, it was an alto. No. Well, we know for sure that it's at least ten or eleven years. Ago. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go look for a picture. We oh, know it's it a wasn't. Tenor. A, we know it wasn't a baritone sax because that's a big fella. The big fella. Yeah. Yeah, these are all uh, terms you shouldn't necessarily Google at work. Uh, especially with uh, Bill Clinton attached to the... The search. big one. <laughs> uh, big fella. Things like that. It was a tenor saxophone. <laughs> oh, good, that he good, good job, Sharon. Ah, thanks, Kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks um, a bunch. I had all kinds of thoughts right now that I was going to say with big fella <laughs> and interns of the White House, but I decided... That 
Yeah. Leave that alone. Leave it there. Leave it there. I'm just going to put that off to the <laughs> side. Yeah. And sometimes when you put those things, put a little pin in it over there, yeah. it's almost like it's overpowering and you can't not say something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big fella. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Was he though? Anyways, back to you, Sharon. Time will tell. Yeah. Uh, the internet will increase or decrease it for sure. Yeah. So the American Music Awards coming up. And to pay tribute to Olivia Newton-John this year, one very busy woman. Ooh. Pink will be doing it. Yep. yep. I'm super stoked about this. Yep. Because she can do anything. She's going to do a great job. Oh, exactly. Yeah. She really can do anything. And she was also uh, at uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction mm -hmm. ceremony last week, and she sang. And then not long after that, uh, there was a video posted to her social media in a little video chat with uh, her and Brandy Carlisle. And I would highly advise you go looking for it because it's funny. Because mm -hmm. she's, they're sitting beside each other, and she's, and Pink says, "Hang on a second, I just have to make a phone call." And so Brandy Carlisle's like, "Okay, whatever." So she <laughs> she calls her. So yeah. Pink calls Brandy Carlisle <laughs> and says, "I'm just a little bit shy to ask you this question to your face, but," and <laughs> Brandy Carlisle says, "I'm married." <laughs> uh, she goes, "Yeah, yeah, I love your wife." And uh, she said, "But would you maybe want to tour with me?" And she expletively. <laughs> yep. agrees to do it so pink is hitting the road in the summertime for what will be a party style fiesta of shows mm -hmm. with brandy carlisle and pat benatar oh nice so here's how i see the whole induction at the rock and roll hall of fame ceremony going oh my god pat benatar so nice to meet you would you consider touring with me <laughs> <laughs> So I think that's going to be super cool. I know for sure that we are booked for at least two of those shows. There are none. There's there's only Toronto, right, so far for Canada, though. Yeah, so okay. we're going to try and get to that one for sure. But we'll also try to get to Fenway because she she's doing one? ballparks. Did she have a Boston date? Yeah. Okay. Good. At Fenway. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She should come Very here. Very exciting. She should come here. She's been here before. That's for sure. She's yeah. there's a lot. I mean, you look at the the post of that little video and. Uh, and the and the picture of the dates and stuff like that. And the most common thing is, oh, you're not coming to whatever, fill in the blank. There's yeah. a, someone of her magnitude, they're always gonna there's always gonna be somewhere where she's not going. It's just humanly mm -hmm. uh, or physically impossible to hit but all the But maybe cities, there'll so. be good news because I know like I was very upset that Lizzo did not come to Montreal uh, when she came to Toronto. Cause normally for us here in Canada, like it's usually Toronto, Montreal back to back or or close. And there was no dates, and now they've announced a date for us, May 4th of 2023. Lizzo's coming. I think that's Very fantastic. Oh, She's yeah. so nice. awesome. She's so cool. She's it's so awesome. It's about time. I love it. And you know what? What was I hearing the other day? Wasn't it that? That song? How old is that song? About Damn Time? Yeah. It's like less than a year. Okay, so what's the first one? That first hit? Oh, Juice. Juice. How old oh, is that? Yeah. Like five now? Probably. See, that's the effects that of COVID old? on my memory. I'm yeah. like, what? How is that five years old? Yeah. But it is. It's, no, yeah, it's, it's, no, it came out in 2020, 2019. So was it? So it's between three, January 4th, 2019. So it's going to be four in January. Okay. Still. I think I saw, I thought that must have been something that was misprinted because I'm sure I saw something that said 2017. I'm like, I don't know no. about that. And there's also a documentary coming out, by the way, on Lizzo on HBO Max, November 24th, called Love Lizzo. 
Nice. So if you're a fan of hers. And by the way, like her, she is such a great um, person to, for so many people, like so many people around the world gravitate to her because she's just living her best self and her authentic life. And, and, and because she's a plus size size woman, um, so many people are just finding comfort and representation Mm-hmm. With her on stage saying like, because she's saying like, if I can do it, you can do it too. Like no matter what your goal is, whether you want to be a Lizzo on stage or you want to be a surgeon, you know what I mean? Like, and I just think mm-hmm. that's so such a great uplifting thing. We have these artists that, uh, that's one of the best things I think about, uh, I totally sounded Canadian there, about, uh, <laughs> about, uh, the, one of the best things about music right now and just, I think, uh, life in general is that the freedom to, you know, proudly love who you love, whatever kind of music you love, there's room for it all. There always has been, but there's, there's this, uh, great sort of pushing aside of, no, 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 I can like rock. I can listen to that. I also like uh, Lizzo and her flute solos. Mm-hmm. I like this. There's and and I like that look. And I, you know what I mean. There's no there's no commitment to these genre boxes um, that are constricting to the artist mm-hmm. and cons- and unfair to fans. You know, to sort of put you in a place where you have to choose. We can like everything. You can like Pink Floyd and Lizzo. You can like Pink Floyd and Pink. <laughs> There and you any go. other colors. <laughs> yeah, we are we are fortunate. So, uh, big pink tour, so big pink news. Um, and when you look back on what Pink's been doing over the course of the past few years, pandemic wise and entertainment wise, she's already got four songs out with no album. So once that album finally comes, we will have been very familiar with at least half of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what was the other thing? So Brandy Carlisle on the Pink tour. Brandy Carlisle got a bunch of nominations also for the Grammys. Lizzo got a bunch of nominations for the Grammys too. Um, and who was the other big name? Was it Beyonce? I think I know Beyonce. I don't know the exact number, but I know she got stuff. I think for best dance recording and stuff like that. So yeah, so that'll be another Beyonce's fun back, show yo. To watch. Beyonce, yes, she is. <laughs> I last weekend, this weekend, I rewatched her Homecoming oh. on Netflix. Oh yeah, it's just so good. I just watched it all that. on Saturday night, and ugh. Man, she's amazing. You haven't, you've never seen it? No. It's, it's, I mean, it's pretty much, it's, it's her show at Coachella. Oh, nice. And like, there's three, four or five times during the show where they stop the show to show like behind the scene footage and stuff. Yeah. But, um, it's amazing. Cool. Yeah. Noted. I uh, recently got the Paramount Network to watch my Yellowstone. And, yes. um, mm-hmm. as I was waiting for Yellowstone the other night, cause season five is out, um, I saw they had a behind the behind the music. They've they've managed to get that show and put it on. Um, oh! And so I watched when I was waiting for Yellowstone. I watched and I had never seen it before. I watched the George Michael episode, and it was oh, wow. amazing and sad all at the same time. Like I miss his voice like nobody's business. Like I'm oh, I'm so yeah. glad we can go tune in and obviously listen to his his stuff. But like the fact that there's no new stuff coming ever again, I'm just like I'm like. It's so sad for the world because his voice is so unique. Like, it's sad. I love Georgie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. No kidding. And just to close down on the Grammy nominations, Beyonce, Kendrick Lamar, and Adele are the top nominees for um, this upcoming ceremony. With how many, Adam? Uh, 
I have let me click on the CBC News link. Okay. Because <laughs> usually they're like, with 27 nominations, Beyonce. Uh, Beyonce <laughs> received nine. Adele received seven. And uh, I can't find Kendrick up here, but he was in the title. He's probably so. up there as well. That's cool. Drake's album didn't make it either. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but he uh, isn't he vocal about not going to the Grammys now? Him and The Weeknd, I think. I don't oh, really? know. Yeah, the weekend definitely because he got he got um, completely shunned like two years ago or whatever, and it was a glaring omission. It uh, feels yeah. like considering like "Blinding Lights," you know, was ridiculous, and as were so many other songs on that on that album. I You're bet. right. He did. Uh, he did. Um, oh, he pulled all of his uh, stuff yeah, out of the running. Report, right? Yeah, he's. Yeah, he's stepping back from the Grammys. He's probably not even submitting his albums. So that's good. You know why? Because because of exactly what you were just saying. The song "Blinding Lights" was huge, mm-hmm. huge. So that to get no attention from an award show like the Grammys is ridiculous, and it proves that you don't actually need the award show to mm-hmm. elevate uh, what people already loved. Mm-hmm. So it's a danger. It's almost like it's a, a danger for an award show not to nominate what's you know people are actually loving what are you gonna do (laughs) uh so i'm uh, distracted by some photos that i'm looking at here at uh the hollywood walk of fame and the most recent shining star on the walk of fame is christina applegate how cool is that she's awesome she really is um and she's dealing with uh life with ms so the fact that uh, she's barefoot and walking with a cane, she's barefoot because shoes hurt to be on. So if she doesn't have to have them on, she doesn't have to have them on. And the fact that you get a red carpet at an event like this might be nice to feel that on your bare feet. So mm-hmm. she was looking good. She was with Katie Segal and um, was it Danny Faustino? Is that his first name? I'm blanking on his yeah, first name. Yeah. Uh, who were there with her? And uh, the fun thing is Dead to Me is coming back, which if you haven't watched that, totally watch that so that you're ready for the third season. Um, and really cool. What did she say about uh, the induction or the not the induction, rather, but the uh, the star was she said, I've had a really interesting life, but the life started as a little girl waiting in line to see the first Star Wars on this very street at that very theater and looking at these things and going, who are these people? What are these things? Meaning stars on the ground. Um, Did they do something right? Did they do something wrong? Whatever it is, I want one. I effing want one. (laughs) (laughs) So here she is from from being a little kid to uh, being a grown-up and uh, a really great actress that she's got got her own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So congratulations to Christina Applegate. Bravo. Bravo. Uh, What else do we want to get to? We got a... um, uh, 90s Rewind to do. Mm-hmm. But did I forget something else that we mentioned? Oh, it was the holiday supremacy battle. Oh, right. That, yep. <laughs> that uh, between Mariah Carey and Dolly Parton. <laughs> There's really strong links to uh, our show today and uh, people that were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because Dolly Parton made her way in. Mm-hmm. We talked about that last show. Mm-hmm. Um, but in true, humble Dolly Parton fashion... Uh, I guess somebody asked her, it was an interview with uh, Better Homes and Gardens that was asking her, you know, uh, that Dolly Parton might be the new queen of Christmas. And she said, now, don't you say that. I'm not going to compete with Mariah. 
She says, I love her. You think of Christmas, you think of Mariah. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to be second in line to her. Isn't that amazing? So amazing. <laughs> That's just the power of Dolly Parton. She's positive. She does nice things. She sings great songs. She writes great songs. And of course, uh, Mariah Carey. Dolly, let's settle this one. You are the queen of everything. <laughs> the queen of the world, the queen of Christmas, the queen of mine. Love you. That's perfect. That's the perfect answer to that. See, that's another throwback to what we were saying before, that you can do anything, be anything, like anything, just be settled and and happy in the world that you're in. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I, I'm loving the fact that Mariah is where she's at in her life, that she can have like an online back and forth with Dolly Parton, and that seems totally accessible to us as fans. is amazing. <laughs> we should put yeah. in a request to Mariah, see if she wants to come on the big show. <laughs> oh, why not? <laughs> she, she can might be just our do queen it. of everything, if that's what yeah. it takes. <laughs> well, she, I, told, I told you, I think I told you before, she often jumps on on, um, on Twitter uh, fan groups that are talking, like doing like live streams. She often does that. She, she jumps on and, and talks to the fans. And like, I've heard audio of fans like literally screaming as if they're on Losing fire. Losing their like, marbles. They're literally on fire <laughs> because she just jumped into the chat. They had no idea she was coming. And then she's she's and she's so great with her fans because she'll be like, what was that album again that I did that? And they're like, it was this one. But she's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. That's great. Like she's just. <laughs> and then like oh, like men are like squealing. They're like, yeah, <laughs> it's so cool. So it's her. It's, it's her. her. It's really awesome that she does that. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? We'll do a 90s rewind so that uh, we can get into some flashback vibes to 1996. Mm. Around this time in 1996, rather, um, Eric Clapton was uh, pretty mellow on a song called Change the World. But then the backing vocals from Babyface actually softened the edges even more. And we started hearing that song in the summer of 96, but it was still charting uh, in November of 96. That was from the Phenomenon soundtrack. Uh, Speaking of mellow... Tony Braxton was singing uh, <laughs> one of the ultimate songs of the dumped. <laughs> Unbreak my heart. Oh. Hit mm. us right in the feels and really tested our ability to hit the lowest possible notes as was just uh, exemplified. <sighs> hit us right in the big fellow, right, Sharon? <laughs> you did a great job. <laughs> yeah. How about Journey? Journey was still a thing, actually. They got back at it with Steve Perry in 96. Uh, when You Love a Woman was a huge hit for them. And they've got tour plans, just to give your now quotient, um, for 90s now. Uh, they'll be touring without Steve Perry. So, yes, they got back together with him in 96, but they were without uh, him in the plans for the new year. Cheryl Crow laid it all out with an approach to clearing the cobwebs, the stumbling blocks that life can provide and does usually provide. <laughs> so if it makes you happy, had mm. Cheryl Crow all amped up on our radios and our portable CD players. <laughs> Skip free BS. Yeah. Uh, and if, if we were to uh, narrow the gap between Celine Dion and say um, Meatloaf, it would be with the song that she hit with in 1996, written by longtime Meatloaf collaborator Jim Steinman many years prior. Um, he believes the song should have been recorded by a female, so he actually held on to the song so tightly that he took legal action to prevent Meatloaf from recording it. Meatloaf's wow. like, I want it! He's like, no. So uh, Celine got it and did really well with it in 1996. So that is your 90s Rewind. Thank you, Sharona. Thank you. It's a pledge. <laughs> you guys, we did it. 
Yep. Another show in the books. I know Adam has to rumble. Last thing, just a quick music selection that the both of you, both of you should check out. So Louise yep. Redknapp is a British artist from Britain, obviously, who used to be in the 90s girl group uh, Eternal. Yeah. Okay. So she had, had been uh, – so she had a very successful solo career, took time off to have her boys and raise them. Uh, got a divorce uh, a few years ago and is now back recording. She has a new song that's just come out called Super Magic. It is absolutely killer. And Sharon, you will love this song. Love it. And it sounds like it could be a track that Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis um, produced and put on Janet's Control album. Okay, but her album name, uh, her artist name is just Louise. It is, yes. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah, good because I put in the full name and a lot comes up. That yeah, has so to do with Super that song. Magic is the new track and it's bananas. It's nice. really good. Bananas. So Super Magic. And I, I have to say a big shout out to Rachel. <laughs> Every time I give a suggestion for music at the end of the show, she goes and listens. Yeah, so, as well, she should. Thanks, Rachel. Yeah. As as everybody should. Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a, I think it's a great feature, Kel, to have that at the end. It really, it nows up the 90s now. Thank you. I'm all about finding the new tunes. Oh, and Louis Tomlinson from One Direction has a new song yep. out called Silver Tongues. Sharon, Adam, you will love this song. It's so okay. catchy. I'm super happy for him because I think Louis Tomlinson's going to get radio play with this. Like, this is oh, good. really good. Did so he not ever just get be some L radio play? I think he has, but this is like really a radio song. This is like a cool. pump pox up. Uh, Punk pop song and it's bananas. Silver Punk, times. Pop bananas. And I think he only says the uh, title like at the beginning of the song and then he never says it again, but it's great. Hmm. Cool. We'll look yeah. for that too. Silver tongues. Sweet. Now well, my thanks. tongue is going to be silent. Bye, people. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Cal. <laughs> Bye, you guys. Great to see you and everybody else. Thank you as always for finding us and listening to uh, uh, finding us wherever it is that you do. We appreciate it. We're all over the place. <laughs> because we're that type. Um, <laughs> but we really appreciate that you're listening to 90s Now. Still happening.